What information security and privacy competencies are healthcare organizations searching for in 2015? I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with healthcare information security professional Stephen Penn, who currently serves as the Senior Director for the High Trust Cybersecurity Framework Development and Education. Stephen is going to offer some analysis of trends related to skills and professional certifications that emerged from the recent 2015 Healthcare Information Security Today survey of 200 senior privacy and security leaders at healthcare organizations that included hospitals, integrated health delivery networks, and physician offices. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. So now, for starters, Stephen, our survey respondents said that as their healthcare organizations hire information security staff over the next 12 months, the top competencies that they're seeking include knowledge of privacy and security issues in healthcare, which was named by almost 70% of the respondents, information risk assessment skills, which was named by about 51%. Also, security audit skills, which was also named by 51% of our respondents, knowledge of healthcare industry, 45%, information governance and risk management skills, 41%, and knowledge of regulatory environment, 35%. So, why do you think those skills and knowledge sets are so important to healthcare entities? Well, let's face it, healthcare isn't quite like anywhere else. Having worked in the federal space and in the healthcare space, I found that once I moved over to healthcare, that security professionals like myself, who jumped over to the healthcare side of the house, had a hard time adjusting to the different regulatory factors. It's not quite like anywhere else. You got state regulation, you have federal regulation, and you're dealing with the transfer of healthcare data internationally. And so, most places people have worked in the past, they haven't been exposed to all the regulatory factors that come into account when you're dealing with healthcare data. The need to of those individuals to understand what has to be done and how they have to be protected and how that data has to be transferred, what they have to do to be compliant, all comes into play. And there's a learning curve that people have to adjust to as they make the jump to healthcare. So now, Stephen, what information security and privacy skills in general do you think healthcare organizations are struggling the most to find? What's most in shortage based on what you see these days? It's a mix. You have technical controls that need to be put in place to meet your requirements, and then you have the compliance-based controls and regulatory factors that get taken into account for you to be compliant with these various regulations. You really need someone who has a broad skill set. It's not just I'm going to take one person and this person's going to do this job. You can do that, you know, piece by piece. I have one person who does antivirus. I have one person who does a sim, and I have one person who does some compliance work, and I have one person who's making sure the two-factor authentication's up and running. But the reality is, you need to know why you're doing it, how it's meeting your regulatory controls, and You know, to do that, it's not that it's so difficult. It's that they don't understand why they're doing it in general. They don't understand that hey, I have to meet a certain control in a certain way in order to meet the regulatory factors in healthcare. So that jump and that leap that people make 
it can sometimes be difficult or you don't, you're, you don't want to waste money by having missteps as you're in a budget cycle that's so short and with dollars so short in, in, across the industry. We need to make sure that we spend our dollars correctly and making sure you have the people that are trained and ready to go right now to a certain level and a certain level of expectation by an organization is important. Now, Stephen, according to our survey, the top five information security priorities named by our respondents for 2015 are improving regulatory compliance, improving security awareness and training, preventing and detecting breaches, updating business continuity and disaster recovery plans, and monitoring HIPAA compliance of business associates. So now, with that said, how can healthcare organizations ensure that they're hiring people or have the people on staff already that have those right set of skills to meet those priorities? Well, you're going to look for people who have been certified to meet those requirements. So you're looking at someone who has, uh, let's say, the ACISPP certification from ISC squared. They are, have been developed to meet healthcare industry, regulatory environment, private security healthcare, information governance and risk management, information risk assessment, third-party risk management. These are all different categories and domains within that certification. Now, as they move forward in, in the industry, are there going to be other healthcare certifications that are going to come out? Probably. But right now, for if you're looking for personnel who have that general knowledge to enter into the healthcare space and make a difference right away, these are the people we're looking for in the healthcare space. They're going to make sure that you are doing the right things. You're going to have a level of competency in all of those six domain areas that organizations can trust and say, hey, I hired someone that I don't have to train from the ground up. So you mentioned certification. Actually, our survey asked our respondents about the kinds of professional certifications that they're looking for. And the most popular ones noted by those respondents include the Certified Information Systems Security Professional Certification by ISC Squared. Also coming in at second was the Healthcare Information Security and Privacy Practitioner Certification, also by ISC Squared. And then there were a number of others that were listed as well, including the Certified HIPAA Professional Certification by the HIPAA Academy, and then also Certified in Healthcare Privacy and Security by AHIMA. And there were also a number of other certifications that were also named. Now, as a professional who's looking to get a certification, what should these people be looking for? What should they be looking for when they consider to go after a professional certification? And what's generally involved in getting that certification? Well, they're looking for a certification from a organization that is globally recognized and within the industry and that is seeing adoption throughout the industry so that it becomes almost like a standard for people to have. I mean, the CISSP is pretty much the gold standard now in information security. It is that overall encompassing certification that people can build upon who are looking for those management-level information security certification that you know they have a broad-based knowledge of information security. And we have other certifications for audit from, like, let's say, ISACA, or in CHPS as well. But what they're really looking for is is that broad 
acceptance of what a certification is to the industry. And right now, the CISSP is that broad-based accepted certification within information security. That being said, with that global reach and that global adoption within a healthcare certification, the HCISPP has been around since end of 2013, so it's fairly new. But I think we're starting to see a pickup in that certification as well. So it's interesting to see that as people start taking certifications and, you know, they get the long gaggle of them behind their names, what they're actually taking, what they actually mean. And in healthcare, CISSP and HCISPP are going to become the standard for individuals in healthcare. Stephen, what professional certifications do you have? I actually have the CISSP, HCISPP. I also have the CAP, I have the ISSMP, the ISSAP, MCP, and CCSCP. Is there much overlap in the certifications? There's not a lot of overlap. There is some in any field, such as information security or privacy. There are certain things that are standard that everyone should know no matter what. In those cases, there is some overlap, but in other parts of all these certifications, they are not the same. They can be very different. So when people look to certify, they need to look at what they want to do in their career path or what they want to do in their industry as they move forward. For me, I was originally in the federal space, and I was looking for that management-level competency, showing that I have the, the necessary skills to be successful in what I was doing. So I was looking for that CISSP in my CAP exam. As I moved and I adjusted in my career, and I wanted to be a CISO and you know, a security architect, I went to the ISSMP and ISSAP. When the healthcare exam and I became available, and I knew that healthcare is where I was and, and that it really needed help in healthcare security. I knew that the healthcare exam was going to be a, a key differentiator in the future, and I took the healthcare information security certification. So, you know, it's one of those things that everyone individually has to decide what they need to do in their career path but they're all very different. So as a information security professional or privacy professional or someone starting out in the field, make the choices on what you want to be certified in to make those steps in your career. Stephen, two-thirds of organizations that responded to our survey say they have a full-time CISO or an equivalent role to oversee information security. Would you say that all healthcare organizations, regardless of size, should have either a CISO or someone else designated who is responsible for privacy and security issues? And what advice do you have for smaller organizations that are struggling to kind of stretch the resources when it comes to information security and privacy competencies? Information security and privacy, one size does not fit all. It would be nice if every organization had resources necessary to have a CISO and a information security group or division, however they're structured. But the reality is that is not going to happen. In many cases, people are wearing multiple hats to get the job done. And why that is can be unfortunate for the individual and they're stretched so thin and they're literally, you know, spending 16 hours a day trying to do the right thing. You know, everyone is not the same. How do we meet as a healthcare organization, how do we meet these requirements, big and small? Basically, we need to look at our risk. No matter where we are, we can we can evaluate the risk to our organization and say, okay, what are the things that are the highest risk to me? And start working our way through those risks and those big items that are going to reduce the risk 
the most. As we reduce risk within the organization, everything becomes easier. The big pieces start to look smaller. The big risks to the organization start to become smaller, and you're able to start focusing more on the littler things. So no matter what, the biggest thing as a security and privacy professional is address the large risk to your organization. Take out that low-hanging fruit. Take out the things that are the big holes and gaps in your security of your organization and move forward and make yourself a list of the things that have to get done. Thanks, Stephen. I've been speaking to Stephen Penn. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.